0: This podcast is sponsored by CarePlus Home Health. You just visited Mom and Dad, and you notice that their age might finally be catching up with them. CarePlus Home Health is your perfect solution. Headquartered in Montgomery County, CarePlus Home Health provides affordable in-home care and nursing services all throughout Maryland and the District of Columbia. CarePlus provides a number of in-home care options that will help Mom and Dad enjoy their golden years at home from personal care, meal preparation, transportation, bathing, dressing, and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's care. An experienced CarePlus caregiver is the best way to address mom and dad's needs and leaving your family with peace of mind. Call CarePlus today at 301-740-8870. Tell them you heard about CarePlus from a Minor Detail podcast and you'll receive a special 10% discount. Call today at 301 301- 7408870 that's 3017408870 today is monday october 14th and our original plan of meeting my new friend matt perkins who's <laughs> who's running for the rockville city council we were supposed to meet over at the rockville memorial library but guess what happened it's Columbus Day, Indigenous People Day, uh, and what, for whatever reason, they've closed down. And I assume that's because it's a federal holiday. So quickly improvising, completely on the fly, Matt said, let's go, upstairs, let's go to another place. And we're now here at VidsArts, Arts, and we asked to use a classroom, and it's a pretty cool little spot. And this is the first time that I'm up here. And if you're in downtown Rockville... Check it out. This is a neat little spot, Matt. Yeah, they have lots of programming here. They have the paint and drink learning classes. <laughs> a couple other classes. Also, pottery. Yeah. Uh, for beginners. Well, I would... You know what? Maybe in another podcast, we could talk about pottery and painting and some other arts. But today, I asked you to come on, and this is the first time you're doing a podcast, but it's also your first time doing a minor detailed podcast. And I cover state news. However... This is local to me. I live in Gaithersburg. I've been following the Rockville City Council race, and you are running as a first-time candidate for the Rockville City Council. The election is November 5th?
1: Yeah, Hmm. November 5th.
0: Ballots by the 5th. And if this is a public service announcement, get your ballots in, make up your minds, and get them in. And this is the first time, this is a trial balloon that they are doing this. Uh, I think it's fascinating. I hope it brings out more people. I, I assume every Rockville resident is mailed a, a ballot. Every
1: registered
0: voter. Okay. Every I guess, per- been mailed a ballot already. And how many approximately is that?
1: So there's a list of about 20,000. Uh, yeah, the first thing you do as a candidate is get the list of registered. Open up this <laughs> itself. I don't I don't know. I do There's a lot of people on that board who moved out and haven't been able
0: Yeah. First time running. First time running. First time. Uh, you're born in Silver Spring. You grew up in Crownsville, and you went to Maryland Public Schools. You got a history degree from Towson University. You and my wife are both alumni there. Mm-hmm. She is a, she's, she's the, cool one. she's the cool one. And you got a master's degree in criminology from the University of Missouri, St. Louis. We're gonna talk a little bit about your career in just a moment. You have two daughters, Selena, and is it Sylvie? Sorry. And you told me offline, and I can't believe this because you you look like a, a really young guy. You, you don't look any more than 39, I'm serious. and It's no, no smoke or BS. You you have two grandchildren. Yeah, that's
1: fifty
0: one. what a. Well, you know what, Grand, grandchildren. I I can't even begin to imagine how wonderful they are. But they're perfect for campaign literature. Fair enough. Yeah. So I had about 4 of Yeah. The high res photos are are pretty cool. I've I got a couple and I'm I'm doing like weird action moves and or I'm talking on a microphone and that's pretty cool. Yeah, there were about 3 done for me, <laughs> well if and if you're, you're listening now of course this podcast um people who are listening can't see us but they should note that you have a formidable beard and i'm envious of this beard that you have i couldn't grow that
1: um yeah never really have <laughs>
0: Oh, well, it, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a good look. Now, you came back to Montgomery County in 1995. You moved to Rockville, and you talk about being a young single co-parent, and you also lived in Dogwood, uh, Dogwood Park in the West End of Rockville. So you've been here for, what, almost or over 20 years? Right about 20. Years. So, your career as a criminologist, I think that I guarantee you, on the list of interesting professions, this has to be the top five. If David Letterman were doing this show, it, tell me about that. How did you get into that and man you you must have some unbelievably cool stories. Yeah, there are a couple, but... <laughs> suitable for yeah, this yeah,
1: pun. In Latin American history. Uh, and happened to move to St. Louis because my ex-wife had a Planet medical teacher at the university. Uh, just so we have family close by which I live in a different part of the country. I um, ended up starting a PhD program in history and my recollection of that is about two weeks. Wow. and the professor uh, at the point I was working for it, told me I, I should switch and I thought you know what the job after a master's degree is probably better than a job with a
0: PhD <laughs> so you got out of that and you decided that you wanted to be a criminologist and where do, now you're working now for a uh, a non-profit
1: I am yeah so I, I came back to the area got a job with the cop's office at DOJ which is office of a community I went into policing services, and had um, Staying in the field since, have so, um, progressed um, to where I now work primarily in communities as a technical assistant provider for on a Problem Solver, essentially um, in help collaborative partnerships in high crime areas, bringing city governments together police, community-based organizations and residents.
0: I bet that role requires an incredible amount of patience and understanding and kindness and grace.
1: Yeah, I'll take those. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And, yeah, you certainly learn to work at the speed of
0: government. (laughs) Maybe that's why you're running, to expedite some, some efforts.
1: And when you were teaching Seattle, my two favorites are that um, to bring communities and cities and people together takes a lot of relationship building, a lot of effort to be collaborative, and a lot of communication. And conversely, failure, which can be very frustrating, is usually the product of people not being
0: willing or able to work together. You listed on your website that you've developed expertise with data and analytical tools that are necessary for targeted crime reduction. I think in this modern economy, and especially in local government, that analyzing data, not just looking at a raw set of information that is unorganized or uncharacterized, but rather breaking down data to make it make sense and to use said data to then improve a function of local government— that's really a role. That's a primary role of a city council person. And I can imagine that having your background, that will be able to e- easily parlay into being a responsible representative. So tell me, what was the moment that you said, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run. There's an election coming up. What was the, that moment or maybe the impetus behind you getting involved in this race? Well, there's
1: a the couple uh, two moments. Um, So that's what I started thinking about. And uh, especially as I've been doing my current work, which has been really collaborative and community based uh, for the last couple of years, felt like I had something to offer. And remember going last year to the state of the city address and listening in and and hearing a lot of things. And one question really uh, struck me, and somebody had asked about diversity. And part of the reason I've always been thinking about running is not being sure that the whole city was represented
0: on city council. Um, in, in what way? Well,
1: you know, there's a bunch of old white people running government, essentially.
0: For, for in, not only in Maryland, but here in, of course, Rockville, and this, in Montgomery County, we live in one of the most diverse communities in the entire country. Right. Would you... Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I think what people keep throwing out is the ninth most diverse city, ninth or tenth in the country, which
0: Rockville. Seems reasonable, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and and I'm, don't say that as as a way to blame anybody, right? Um, because for one thing, it's a part time job, and you have to be very lucky and fortunate to be in a position where I could even run for this and take a job that pays me part time money
0: to do it, probably close to full time work or I'm more.
1: younger people and, um, more diverse group running
0: and we have that now. so you're you're 51 you said and it's an y- you've got vitality i think you're clearly you're up for the job and you mentioned to me that you're out knocking doors you're hitting the pavement you're I, I, you're going to all these forums and there's one coming up what tomorrow tomorrow Tomorrow. where's that at that's
1: the twinbrook
0: community center and you're from twinbrook I am. yeah so you'll <laughs> You get to walk there, and you'll be w- well represented. Did you take the metro in over here?
1: Uh, no, my daughter drove me over with Canvas. We walked about six miles today. <laughs> wow. So that's about Twenty-five miles in four days of
0: walking, knocking on uh, um, and
1: I'll probably take about that.
0: Uh, so you, I, I like, I kind of like what I'm hearing because it sounds to me like you might be an advocate for public transportation.
1: Huge advocate. That's it.
0: Talk about that. That's part of your platform. You mentioned that. Oh,
1: but I didn't get to my last
0: story. That's right. Tell tell the point, too. So uh, at the state of the city address, uh, the mayor was
1: asked about uh, diversity, and she, she said all the right things. Uh, but, but I didn't hear what I had learned from the, from the mayor. People is one thing, but to really
0: takes have you ever had a moment where you've had to reach out to a member of the city council or you've had an issue to bring before the council and a lot of times I hear people say well I decided to run because one particular city councilman or maybe a group or the mayor just didn't get around to addressing the issue, and you figure they say, "Well, I figured I would just do it myself." Uh, did you ever have that sort of experience?
1: No, not with the council and, and in defense of city government. Uh, when I have reached out to them, they have been responsive. Um, I, and I think you know part of the trap in the city of Rockdale for trying to get interest going is people are pretty happy with the services they receive. we in an area around the federal capital where I'm work and uh, so I feel like
0: don't don't leave it to the professionals. Yeah that you're used to in your work, letting things go and let letting them make things go. And we're in the county seat of Montgomery. transportation is on everyone's mind it's not just the city of rockville but of course the the there's a there's an energy here in rockville that draws people into whether it be the restaurants or the arts or some event and there's lots of public transportation let's talk directly about how we can improve on it and then i want to hear your thoughts about i-270 which is uh perp- or it, i guess it runs parallel to rockville um nor- uh, north and south yeah um it's a big issue, and I, I, but I'm, I want to hear more about your proposal. You mentioned bikes. You are, are you a cyclist?
1: Uh, not too much. My, my wife is Dutch. Okay. Um, she's been in the U.S. for about five years. She didn't learn really to drive, until so she was 40. Mm-hmm. She didn't learn to drive, so she
0: didn't. She, US. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she
1: used to bike almost an hour to work. each okay. Wow. Wow.
0: Do you think people would take advantage of it?
1: Yeah, I do. You build it and people come. There's lots of people, many more people biking now than we used to. And um, most people don't. I don't because there's not a way to use bikes to get to the places I want to go. Mm -hmm.
0: Right, and crossing I have to direction,
1: and tragic accident. a couple of weeks ago uh, uh, a was his bike on the,
0: fell into in the Yeah, it's, I heard that, and it's terrible. It's, it's a sad, very sad situation. So what other options are you would you like to explore as a city councilman?
1: So you know, we already spend the money on the infrastructure and do building just uh, instead of making it just for cars, let's make it for people and bikes the allowed I transit, want like
0: to go downtown for or use metro. Downtown is in D C. Uh huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Yeah,
1: there, there's always the argument. Well, buses are cheaper, so every plan gets changed to like rapid bus.
0: transit. What about these scooters that you see around? Do you, are you a fan of those? You know what I'm talking about yeah, the I mean, what you got, the yeah. one that you can ride around and.
1: Try to secretly, it looks
0: at people and it's the But what elderly person is going to use a scooter? Let's be. I mean, let's be. <laughs> oh man is it 50 is that when wow okay 50 50? 50 like the new 30 my dad's 50 he'll be 54 soon and he's he's younger than he i think he's he acts younger than i do matt that begs a question you um i just want to keep moving to the 270 portion, how can Rockville City Council, uh, it, of course, that's a federal project, and it's going to be a state project, and the governor and is currently battling it out with the legislature of what the best plan is, and I'll give credit to the governor for coming up with a plan. I'll give credit, of course, to Tom Hucker and the city council. They're putting together a multimodal transportation plan, and it sounds great, but it just simply needs to be fixed, and we need some traffic alleviation. The ultimate big-picture goal, right, would be reduce the number of cars that are on the road. But we know that's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Right. Well, people make a choice at some level about whether to, you know, take the transit, transit, uh, if they can work from home, or get in their car. And um, what well, we know from studies over and over again is when you expand a roadway, build more roads, that does not
0: reduce traffic. Control. You're talking about induced demand. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: So, you know, and and also I think um, the way they're planning to stage, the construction,
0: really make a lot of sense. How would you like to see the the project? I guess refrained or uh, how would you look at it differently that we could start to address these these w- w- this traffic crisis?
1: Yeah. So, um, starting to address if they're going to widen two seventy. To Germantown and Gaithersburg, even Frederick, will start where the chart points are, where the lanes are reduced. Mm-hmm. You don't need to start where they have all the lanes here. Mm-hmm. Um, start above Shady Grove Road, because mm-hmm. that's where I've seen the in, and experienced the backups getting really bad. Um, not for sure. And the other thing is, um, you know, there has to be better mass transit options.
0: Yeah, um, the Mark, for instance, the Mark train. I wish we could, I wish we had a metro to Annapolis. I would take it. I cover state politics, and I'm in Annapolis a lot. Boy, if I could get on to Shady Grove, and it would be a long ride, I know, but so much is better than just wasting time in the car, because you can get a lot done on a metro or a a train car. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. can work, his Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm willing to spend an extra 15 minutes on the metro over driving. Oh, Um, yeah. Because of the things
1: you can do on it, including taking
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) And your sanity. Would you, if you were elected, would you push for that bus rapid transit system? I mean, would that be one of your priorities?
1: So, yeah, definitely a rapid transit system. I, yeah. I do, like, I've been able to experience the comprehensive light rail systems. And, yeah, the costs are really high. Uh, but the cost of building and maintaining six lanes in each direction highway is,
0: is, is higher. Do you see an increased amount of traffic in your neighborhood? Do you see it on, of course, there's 355. That's a whole other issue. I mean, it runs perpendicular to 270 in, in most places. That's a concern. Uh, if you are driving on 355 from, let's say, Twinbrook and then up to Shady Grove, Rush Hour, right about now, you're looking at at a lengthy amount of time.
1: Oh, sure. Um, from my Mm-hmm. who are moving into these places to do things other than hop in their car and get on the bike. Sure, they'll work downtown probably, D.C., Um, but when they want to go shopping or go out on a front of or something, they're going to most likely get in their car and and be on the road unless we develop other options that that people feel are easy.
0: Let's switch topics. Economic development is of course on the minds of every municipal government. How can you draw in businesses? How can you help businesses locate to here? This is the the county seat. It's a place to do business. It would make sense for small businesses or restaurants or small shops to, to open up here and maybe a corporation or two. So what is your views on economic development? Just a, a general broad view.
1: Yeah, general broad view. <laughs> to be very happy to chase large corporations, uh, while well, at the same time, what I hear and what I ask about a lot from small business is, is it's a very difficult place to
0: do business in Montgomery County and, and in Rockville. So, do you agree with that sentiment? Um,
1: I don't own my own business. So All right. Said that the city has gotten a lot better recently with permitting and, and issues like that, but still, it's it's not an easy place. And um, you know, you have Dawson's here, which failed and it came back. Was the recipient of some uh, business. great if you have a laptop and you can, can do the type of work where you don't need uh, much more than that laptop, right? You Get know, getting tech work or um, something like that, freelance work. Um, but it's a tough place to be if you don't have a college education, in, even in Rockville, which is amazed that about half of adults have a graduate degree, hmm. 30% of them. Or a catering business, there's no way I can afford to, to start that without some help from somebody.
0: Uh, a loan or a uh, yeah, yeah. And just to You were asked a question by I think the Twinbrook Association how would you describe the city's progress in revitalizing Rockville's town center that's where we are now it's I see that is this is a primary hub of the city it's where a lot of action takes place there's a lot of great restaurants down here people I think swoon to here during the summer summertime and and then in winter of course with the the ice rink and it looks like they're building that back up and putting that back up soon and I can't. I, which always reminds me the cold weather is just right around the corner, which I'm not a fan of. So you, winter is, coming. Winter is yeah, for all you Game of Thrones uh, listeners. Uh, you said that would you do anything? They asked you would you do anything else or instead? And then you talked about the failure of Rockville Townsend. It's been uh, viewing RTC as the end all be all rather than as a part of a larger downtown development strategy. Can you expound on that thought?
1: Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I I think it was kinda fatally misconceived at the start in that there's not enough space for people
0: You want to limit, you, you don't want to limit this stu- to No, I don't think it's realistic. I mean, it yeah. be
1: nice to have it at this point, uh, but with a type of that's coming, uh, we're have to have a lot of this. Um, but we also need to maintain community spaces. Okay.
0: Right? Um What do you mean by that?
1: Most weekends, the square will be full of people, but it's not nearly enough people to support businesses. You
0: need room for people. Um, You need parking.
1: Well, you do if everything is for something. Yeah.
0: Do you think that Rockville's lacking an incentive for people from the outside to come in and uh, spend money here?
1: Um, frankly, what I'd say in the rockville Square area, I don't have beer aside from the Chinese restaurants.
0: Mm-hmm. Which are Is that your favorite food? Uh, it's my favorite food in
1: Rockville.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, New Orleans, yeah. yeah. That's a big statement from a, someone running for city council that, look, there's just not a lot of incentives for people to, to come here. And I, I have to be honest with you, when I, I come to town, it's it's either usually to, sometimes it's to cover the city council. It's to, to take a look. There's someone at the door. Uh, it's to cover the city council or to, occasionally I like to go to Wild Wings. Uh, I, I like Wings. Yeah. And... and no, there's one right around the corner from my house, but there's some excellent restaurants here in downtown. I like to go to i like clyde's it's our favorite spot. My wife and I love Clyde's. Our kids love it. We go there late night sometimes when the kids are not in not at center. So you make an interesting point. I think it's salient have has other have has that been a main topic among residents who live in Rockville uh, and part of this campaign that look you gotta incentivize people to come here. What do people want? That's the question. What do they really want down here? Well yeah, and I think that's the age old question in relation to Rockville
1: Townsend. Do you want an entertainment district because an entertainment district comes with bars that are
0: open till two? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I wouldn't want that in my neighborhood. Right. What's the anchor down here? What really draws people in? Is it no, the library? What do you think it is? Or what you probably know. Uh, what it you, the movie theater? No, not anymore. No, no, the, the movie theater used to draw a
1: lot of people.
0: We have company. We may be out, that's okay. We'll keep going. We'll keep going until they say you can't go. Um, so it used to be the movie theater? But they've look. They put up the new beer store. They so, put up the.
1: Yeah, this is all great stuff that people who live really
0: They have the courthouse. We have, we do have a class in here. Oh, they have a class. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, before we wrap up, Matt, we've had about a half an hour, thirty six minutes, and as this was, we we do finish up. Um, tell the people why they should vote for you. Tell Rockville citizens what's the the best reason to vote for you.
1: Your advocate with the city, and I can be the tool that the city uses to do outreach to people in the community and let them know that their ideas and their efforts are valued and to encourage people to get more involved. Um I don't have the specific answer to Rockville Town Center, but Rockville has the hmm. answer to
0: Rockville Town Center. Matthew Perkins running for Rockville City Council, what's your website?
1: <laughs> for Rockville Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and my website is Matt pa- Matt Perkins,
0: that's the number four. four, And I checked out your website, I've reviewed it, I scoured it. I think it's one of the best websites I've ever seen. Did you build it?
1: I wrote the content, but the best decision I made was to hire a kick-ass graphic
0: <laughs> Well, whomever design the website and its functionality. It is perfect. It, it, well, it's, it's awesome. Matt, I really appreciate you coming on a Minor Detail podcast. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck in this upcoming election. Thank you, very much. Thank you for listening to a Minor Detail podcast. Remember to call CarePlus Plus Home Health today at 301-740-8870. Discover how you can help mom and dad or an aging family member live safer and healthy inside of their home.